I'm Sean. I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... What a weekend for television! Yeah? Wow! Yeah. I'm, I'm not burying, even going to bury the lead. I mean, what a weekend for TV. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is impressive. <laughs> it's hard to take it all in. I mean, there's stuff you don't even know about, I'm sure. Probably. Like, sure is he. That's a it's a Hulu show. It's a, a spinoff <coughs> Letter Kenny that premiered this weekend too. I was mm. like, so on top of Obi Wan, on top of Stranger Things, I got Shorzy. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> How am I going to fit this all in? I don't know. I don't know either. You have to so, excuse me, I have a cough. I'm just no. Ian is in recovery from his illness last week. Yeah. So good to see you in better spirits, sir. And thank you for, to Nancy for, for filling in for you at the last moment. Yes. So. It was worse last week. Yeah, I'm sure. Me. So, anyway. How you been otherwise? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, just, you know, just trying to get through the week. Yeah. Um, trying to catch up on stuff, like TV-wise. Yeah. And no, I have not watched Stranger Things yet. Okay. Um, we're kind of waiting on Monday for that one. Okay. Because that, that's sort of like a family thing. Family thing, yeah. And Lisa and your youngest daughter, Ellie, are they're in New York. Yes. Doing the Broadway thing. Yes, they went to go see Wicked today. Yeah, Ellie saw Hamilton on Broadway last night, right? No, no. They saw Hamilton. Allie's seen Hamilton twice. Three, yeah. three times? I don't know. But I don't know if she's seen it on Broadway. Like the Broadway version. Yes. And then, but this time they went, this is the first time, well, they're actually staying in New York. Yeah. Um, they're staying in Brooklyn. Nice place. Yeah. Um, family. Yeah. So, um, so they went to go see Wicked today. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to see Moulin Rouge tomorrow. Oh, well. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to do that. Um, now, is that a, a play based off the movie? I think so. Yes, it is. All right, that'd be entertaining. Yeah. Like, if it's that same... Oh, yeah, same thing. Yeah. I mean, that there's same some story. different songs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's some differences, but overall, that same story, which I appreciate, but... Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's... I listened to the um, the Ewan McGregor medley from Moulin Rouge. Yeah. And I listened to this one. Yeah. And they changed it up a little bit. Yeah. Probably because of rights. Probably, yeah. Music rights. Yeah, I'm sure. And so they had to put in different, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, right. But, Still um, get the Tango de Roxanne. Yes. Oh, well, that's a must. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyway, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so Stranger Things will probably come on Monday. We'll start that. Yeah, but I did watch Kenobi. Let's start with Kenobi then, because I'll tell you, I, I'm, I've watched six of the seven episodes of Stranger Things season four. Mm. 
phenomenal. A good thing. This season has been fantastic. These are like two-hour shows, right? No, these ones are they're a little over an hour. Okay. But the last two episodes, which come out in July, Mm. they're both supposed to be like an hour and a half to two hours long. I think. That's fine. Yeah. Well, they're wrapping it up, right? This last season. No, there's one more season five. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you can see, you can kind of see the trains coming down the track, though. Yeah, I mean, the kids are like. 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I thought overall, like, you know, I think if you look at the series overall, I think, you know, season one's phenomenal. Season two's a bit of a wobble. Yeah. Season three was very, very good, and this season's been fantastic. That's good. You know. Um, so, we'll, we'll talk about that more next week, then. Yeah. Um, but, that, that, I mean, let's start with, with uh, episodes one and two of Kenobi. I like it. Oh. Like, I hate to say it's like my favorite Star Wars show because I clearly have a bias about, like, Ewan McGregor. Like, I'm not a big follower of actors, but, like, I love me some Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. You know? And Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, I mean, we've been, for years, we've been, you know, ballyhooing that we need this show. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know... So, like, I'm trying to, like, look at it like, well, you know, but, like, it's so... At least these first two episodes were so damn good. Yeah, they're pretty good. <sighs> yeah. Like, seeing where he's at ten years later, and he's, like, a beaten man. Yeah, he's beaten. Yeah. He's removed himself from the Force as well, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is beat up. But his generosity is still there. And that was laid out in the first time he cut off that piece of fish or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. To give to his... Yeah, his horse. His horse. Whatever that thing is, yeah. yeah. But horse, I mean... horse thing. Like his humanity is still... His yeah. person is still there. Um, yeah, and I like the fact that he... Uh, like he didn't want to go. Yeah. Like, no, I'm gonna stay here. I'm beat. I'm not the man you remember. It was like like great line of like, you know. I'm not that guy anymore. I'm right. I'm not Obi Wan Kenobi, I'm Ben. Right. I I know. You know. And I thought that was like so telling and like like he, he feels like he has to like his sins, his his mistakes, he must atone for. Right. And his penance is staying on Tatooine, this godforsaken planet. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. But not even like living comfortably. He's not even like in the house. Like he's like staying in a cave. Yeah, and I like how they've introduced like certain things, like portions and versus credits, yeah. and it has that very similar thing to Ray. Yeah. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I get it. Yeah. Like, it's pretty neat. I mean, yeah. the similarities are, are, are very, very interesting. Right. Um, but, like, I like where he's at. I like he brought him a, a ship toy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of played into things. Yeah. Like, very sensitive on stuff like that with these Star Wars films. Right. With these Star Wars series that I really like. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty wicked. I'm not sure who these Inquisitors are, so you might have to fill me in on that because it seems like they have Jedi powers. Well, they're fallen Jedi. 
Okay. The mo- most of them. Um, they're they're handpicked by Vader. They're Vader's henchmen, essentially. Okay. And their job is to scour the galaxy, to hunting down the Jedi. Okay. I mean, I get that yeah. much, but I didn't understand where they're how they're Force users. Yeah, like, I, I think the the the, the <laughs> third sister, the the one that they're featuring, I think she was at the you know at the very beginning of the episode. We're spoiling this. I think she was in the Jedi Temple. She was amongst those kids that like ran away. Yeah. And I I think you know. Vader found her and turned her. Yeah. And, like, it's one of the deals, like, if you go back, like, to, like, the Clone Wars cartoon, mm. there was a character named Asajj Ventress. Mm-hmm. Fantastic character. But she was, like, Dooku's henchwoman. She also, she welded two red lightsabers. She had force gifts. And she was being promised that she would be made a Sith, and he never does, because yeah. that's the rule too. Yeah, yeah, you know, and she gets dragged on, and I think like that's kind of what Vader does with these people a bit. Like he's like, yo, yo, you do my bidding, and I'll, I'll make you a Sith. Yeah, yeah. you know. But meanwhile, he, he he never will because he's the the servant of Palpatine, not the other way around. You right, know, right. so it's one of those weird things. But like. He 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 hired he basically he has this this crew, and their their job is, is to like be his hand. Okay. Yeah, she kind of got on my nerves a little bit. Just a tad. Yeah, I. It, it, it went. It started getting to be a little much. Right. Like it was almost like. That's my only nitpick. It was like almost overacting to a yeah. certain point. I'm like, yeah, like she she's trying to portray obsession. Yeah, scale and she's back trying a little too bit. hard to do it. Yeah, just yeah. scale it back a little bit. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you know, yeah. Vader's the most obsessed person in the entire universe, right? And you don't see him going out like that, right? So I mean, like, it's just kind of, yeah. I mean, I just wanted her to scale it back a little bit. Yeah. Um, but as far as like. I think Flea and it was pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like it so far. Everything looks really good. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah. Put on that brown robe again, boy. Yeah. I was waiting for that saber to fire up. He never fired it up. Then. No, he's, he's, I don't think he's going to fire up for a while still. Yeah. And, um, I didn't know they were going the layer route. So, I didn't know that was even a thing. I didn't know either. So it was kind of, not only was it a pleasant surprise, but I also liked how that kid acted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like how you can see Leia in her. I like how she talks like she's 18 years old. Yeah. And she's only 10. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it's, again, an interesting contrast to like Luke, who's playing like he's, you know. Eight years old. Yeah, well, he's 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 a ten year old. Ten, ten. You know, he and he's like acting like he's in a pod racer or something. Yeah. And because when you know nobody looks down, he's got the goggles on. He looks like a young Anakin. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's Obi Wan has that moment of pause because <laughs> he's like, you know, oh, fuck. You know, but her completely different. All you business. Know, all business all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
Ready to take you down a peg at a moment's notice. Right, but her acting was ten times better than what's his name in yeah yeah the series and the movies, yeah. which I thought I thought it was anyway. Yeah. Um. Especially when she told that kid off. Yeah. Damn girl. <laughs> yeah. Beast. But um. Yeah, I, th- I think it's great. Yeah, there there are little things I like. I mean, the the Jawa coming in like. Dude, you fucking stink. Like, to come from a Jawa. Like, for a Jawa to be like, man, you you fucking smell. I also like the line that Obi-Wan said where he was like, you know, if you're if you're going to steal from me, at least clean it before you try to sell it back to me. Yeah. Like, cleaning costs extra. <laughs> you know. It's funny. It is. But, that's, funny. but Obi-Wan came out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's disguised it pretty well. Like, <clears throat> you know. Even with the Jedi, but when he was talking to that Jawa, that's yeah, that's the fine Kenobi beard, Obi Wan coming out right there. Yeah, I mean you can hear it. Yeah, you know I mean? so I thought that was cool. But I, I mean, there was stuff that like like that in the desert with that other Jedi, and he's just like, bury that fucking thing in the desert and walk away. <laughs> I know. You know, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, like. Not only are you endangering me and my mission, but you just need to fucking go because I am not that guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like how Jimmy Smith knew where he was, though. Yeah. That was Jimmy Smith, right? That was Jimmy Smith, yeah. yeah. I like how he knew where he was. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. Yeah, I, I like, I like, I like, I mean, you know, I think Jimmy Smith is, is Bale. I've always liked him. Yeah. You know, um, there's even that moment where, you know, like him and Leia, they're in that cargo hold and she's talking and she looks back and goes, what? And he's like, hey, you just remind me of somebody. Yeah. Well, Padme. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's right there, you know, but it's just like. Like what? Like how tortured is he? Like and like Obi Wan. Obi Wan, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like because like, I mean, you see it like when he, you know, he's having the nightmares. He wakes up and he's calling for Qui Gon. Yeah, he's supposed to make an appearance. I don't know. Force ghost, I'm sure. But he, but he never, he never actually appeared. I'm he, sure they'll explain it. <laughs> what unless I, he appears in a dream. Right, the only thing I, I know for sure, like, Qui-Gon never completed the Trial of the Wills. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he can't project the Force Ghost, but you can he can still speak to you. Okay. Because he speaks to Yoda. Yeah. A couple of times. Like, once in the Clone Wars cartoon, and he, he's kind of speaking to him at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. And that's when Yoda's like, I have something for you to learn during this time. And mm. this is why, why Obi-Wan can become a Force ghost. Yeah. Now, why Luke can become a Force ghost, I don't know because, well, maybe he read that shit. Yeah, he read all them books. Yeah, maybe I was in those books. I don't know. But Well, he was drinking the milk. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, like, it's like one of those things where, like, it goes back to, like, that, that whole thing Dave Filoni was saying about, like, you know, Qui-Gon was the key to everything because Qui-Gon was so off base with the rest of the council. Yeah. 
like and, and like Obi Wan to lose. Like if you just do what they fucking tell you, you'd be on you'd be on the council. Like, yeah, yeah, they don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know, mm. <laughs> and it's true. And like Qui Gon was the only one who saw it, and like but he was studying things like the the the, the testament of the wills to to learn this other stuff about the Force that the council would kind of pushed away. Yeah, like council. Like, this is stuff that has been forgotten for hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he was just rediscovering it, saying, "Well, this is this is useful," <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. So it's shit like that that, like, he, you know, it, it drives you because, like, you know, like listening to Dave Filoni talk about like how Qui Gon is the key to everything is like, then that's why this is the duel of the fates because the fate of Anakin Skywalker and the galaxy lies in his hands as he's fighting Maul. Yeah, you know. But uh, that and like the moment Obi Wan finds out Anakin's still alive. Oh yeah. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just sitting there, like as that ship's pulling away. Like the look on his face was like, "Oh my God, he's still alive!" Like you know, yeah. what shape is he? For? He has to be crispy bacon. <laughs> right. He cannot. You know, and it's like, I thought, and this is the weird thing. Why They're going to fight. They have to, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's, there's a, this is, like, technically going to be a round two. But, yeah. like, it's like an odd thing of, like, I thought they <clears throat> knew his name was Darth Vader. Like, um. I could have swore, like... When Obi Wan's looking at the transmit, like looking at the holograms, like at, at the the Jedi Temple, mm-hmm. I could have swore there's a moment where Anakin's kneeling in front of Palpatine, and Palpatine's like, "Rise, Lord Vader," you yeah, know, yeah. and it's like, "Okay, yeah, he's Darth Vader." So when you hear the name Darth Vader, like there, there's this guy out there, the, the Imperial Boogeyman is Darth Vader. Yeah, that must be Anakin. He must still fucking be alive. Motherfuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead, and like, and even at that moment where like, he's having that argument with Owen. Yeah. Where Owen burns him about like, yeah, like you trained his father. And, <laughs> yeah. And like, Owen's like, Anakin's dead. And I thought to myself, well, it has to, that has to be just what he told the Skywalkers. Anakin's dead. Padme died. These are his, their children. We need you to take care of this one. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I honestly thought. Like, I thought he knew the entire time. Yeah. Which makes me now wonder, how the fuck does Yoda find out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Yoda's, you know, in seclusion. Yeah. So how was this communicated to Yoda <laughs> so that he could be like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. How come? How did Yoda not know? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, how did he not know? But maybe he's turned himself off too. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I think he gets deeper into the Force in that swamp. You know what I mean? Like, because he went to Dagobah for a reason. Dagobah is strong with the Force. And it probably hides him in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, like, opening yourself up to that 
Like I don't like get. No, I don't know because I haven't. You know, until they do a Yoda series in this time period where we get to watch them. You know, be an apex predator in that fucking swamp. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, like I don't know what his mindset was. I don't think if he has like the same kind of regret that Obi Wan does. Because you know, Obi Wan feels he failed Anakin. Well, I think Yoda feels like he failed everyone. Right. I mean, if you think about it. I mean, seriously. He had... I mean, he just gave up. Well, he knew he couldn't win, I think is the problem. Yeah. Like, Obi... Like, the, the difference is this. Like, Yoda went to the Emperor to try to stop the Empire from getting off the ground. Like, at this point, he's like, yeah, I need to either kill this man... Because, you know, the Empire is going to be, this isn't what we want. Where Anakin and Obi, I mean, that was brother versus brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? That had a much more personal take on it. Like, Yoda's regret is, I wasn't able to stop this ultimate evil from taking power. Obi-Wan's regret is, I couldn't save my brother. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think, so I think it's a little bit different. Things where, like, I, like... I honestly thought Obi-Wan knew this entire time, and now that he, I figure out that he didn't know, Right. I'm like, it is called, he, I, he did not put him out of his misery. No! <laughs> it's too hot down there. A little, a little too close. Break it up a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway, as far as the show goes, first two episodes... Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see him. You're you're a big star. Oh, I think I'll do this however long they want him to do. I'm sure he would. Like if they if they made him an offer, like, hey, we want you to come back and do something, I'm sure he would, but I feel like like how much can you really do? I I don't know. I don't know either. But I mean it just I mean, like, I didn't think this whole Leia problem would come about. Yeah. I'm sure there are other things that he's flown off planet for. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I just, I, I feel like it's like, I feel like he hasn't. Huh? I feel like he, I, I feel like to get, to get from Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness, he has to spend eight years in the desert. I know. Well, and that's <laughs> going to be a problem. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to look like Alec Guinness. Yeah. Alec Guinness looks like five, like five miles of hard road. Oh man! You know, <laughs> he does. I mean, there's I mean, that. Well, there's that one point where he comes up and he's pretending to be uh, a um, sand trooper. Yeah, you know, where you know, Whoa, you know yeah. that whole thing. I think he was actually falling over at that point. <laughs> Like, he's like, it's very, very hot. I'm yeah. very hot. His cane was sinking into the sand. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just, you know. But, I mean, I don't think, I don't think that, uh, I'm surprised he didn't die of a heat stroke. <laughs> yeah. We're in the Jedi garb. Well, why are we in Tunisia? <laughs> Damn. But. We could have done this on a back lot in Britain. Yeah. But he. You know, I, I don't think 
That is a horrible impression I'm doing, by the way. Alec, Alec Guinness is rolling in his grave right now. Like, what the fuck? I just think that McGregor's going to look a little bit different when he gets... Because he's not that old. I mean, he's old. I don't think... But he's not that old. Alec Guinness was like 80 when he did that. Look it up. Alec Guinness was in his 60s when he did that. They, they, they said, I think, when Mark Hamill did The Last Jedi, they said he was the same age as um, Alec Guinness when he did the first Star Wars movie. Wow. Yeah. Um, you, I think the problem with Ewan McGregor has, <laughs> I, I think he's like my age. I honestly do. Like, I mean, no. Yeah, he was. He, he's a year older than me. A year and a half older than me. He was born March thirty first, nineteen seventy one. So he'll take. So he's fifty right now. Fifty. He's fifty one right now. And he'll go to. Say ten years. That'll be sixty one. Right. Sixty one. No eight. How eight, old was Luke when he left planet? Eighteen. Yeah, 61. He's, oh, eight, eight more years. He'll be eight 58 years. years old. Right. How old was Guinness? Let's let's look that up. That's it. No, I thought he was a good Obi-Wan. I just thought he was... And at the time, I didn't know any better. But now I'm watching these series going back to them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He, like, he looks too old. He's more machine now than men. Alright, so... Preview of the second meeting. So, Alec Guinness was born April 2nd, 1914. <laughs> he died in 2000. He was 86. Okay. So, if I take... Oh, that was the wrong thing. 2022... <laughs> my, no. Clear that. 1976... That's the year they filmed it. Mm-hmm. Minus 1914. Gives me a weird number. 1976 minus 1914. 62. Wow. Man, he looked older than 62. Yeah. He did. Well, I mean, don't forget, we also thought... Fucking, uh, what's his name from Cocoon was in his 70s. <laughs> he was at 49. I couldn't, so. can't even believe that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean. <laughs> no, I thought he was 60 years old in the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like 43. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Dick McGregor's not going to look that old. No, part. I mean, that's the problem. And I don't want him to. I, I don't want. I don't mind them graying them out. Yeah. I don't care about that. But, you know. Luke, I'm having a problem with my telescoping lightsaber. Yeah. Can I eat pills? <laughs> anyway, I don't think he's. Uh, anyway, go on. Anyway, so. Uh, overall, the first two episodes. They've set a fantastic tone for the series. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see where this goes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
you know, I'm, I'm sure let the Leia aspect of it's going to end, but now Obi Wan is now they know he's out there, he's being hunted. Yeah. You know, wh- where does he turn? Where does he go? How does he throw them off the scent to get back to tattooing? I think it's what's the interesting question. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he's going to have to take all of them out. But he doesn't. I know he doesn't. No? No, because, like, Star Wars Rebels, that cartoon series, takes place in, like, four years from this taking place. Okay. Because this is supposed to be taking place ten years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So, Star Wars Rebels is, like, 14 years after... Revenge of the Sith, and I think it that show takes us up to one year before A New Hope. Okay. So it's like one of those things of like I know cause, because the Jedi Inquisitors show up in 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 that show. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm trying to say that he doesn't take them all out. But I also know, like, like, the number one guy who was in this show, I mean, they, you know, he got killed off, so I know somebody replaces him. Yeah, yeah. Because he's the number one guy in that show. Right. You know, but... They're or, not, you don't think they'll promote her to number one? No. No. I think at the end of this, she's going to be dead. That's so I. You know, I think she's the one that has, he has to take out. Like, I think the other ones are going to be like... like yeah, if anyone wants us to find this guy, um, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to go wicked. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to not cross the line, but come close. I think something's going to happen. Right. But he also has to learn some things. Like, I feel like there has to be something that takes place in this series that sets him up. Because at the end of Rebels, there, he, there is a moment where Obi-Wan shows up in that show. Uh-huh. Because... Maul is trying to find him. <laughs> is he? Like, like all, all through Clone Wars and all through Rebels, he, he, Maul was single-minded. I have to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he finally finds Kenobi on Tatooine. And, like, it's like this amazing, like, you're sitting there and you're bracing yourself for, like, okay, they're going to do this amazing fucking like lightsaber, and the Kenobi that they that they're using it. He he's got the gray hair. He, he looks closer to Alec Guinness than he does to Ewan McGregor. Mm. And the, even the voice actor sounds more like Alec Guinness. He does like Ewan McGregor. Mm. And like Maul shows up, and he's like, "Look at you! You're just a fucking desert rat," you know. <laughs> and Kenobi's like, Kenobi basically says, "You know, fuck around and try me." Yeah, yeah. You know, and Maul pulls out his lightsaber, ignites both blades, and Obi-Wan ignites his lightsaber, and he does the whole, like, that stance thing that Ewan McGregor does, and uh-huh. then he, and he pulls it down like this, and it's three fucking moves. Are you serious? It's three fucking, but the, the beauty of it is, it's like, it's, it's like Obi-Wan parries, parries, and Maul goes for that. The, the hilt to the face, like yeah. he did the um, Qui-Gon, uh-huh. and Obi-Wan just cuts him straight down. No way. Yeah. Like the lightsaber falls in two, 
And because it's a cartoon, like, you know, you don't see anything happen in the mall. But, I mean, clearly, like, you know, he's been gutted. And he falls. And he, because they're having this conversation before. And and he's like, you're here to protect something. No. Someone. You know. And, like, Obi-Wan's like, yeah, fuck around and find out. (laughs) You know. Mm. And at the end of it, like, Maul's like, Obi-Wan picks up. He's holding him in his arms. And Maul's like, is it is he the chosen one? And everyone's like, yes, he is. And he's like, then he will avenge us all. And that's like how Maul dies. You're like with his robot legs. Yeah, with his robot legs. Yeah. I forgive the robot legs because it's like George Lucas like making up for a mistake. Yeah. Like some people get pissed about that. Because Maul was in a lot of those shows. Well, he was in Clone Wars for a lot, mm-hmm. and then he was in Rebels a lot. And, um, and he, you know, he shows up in Solo. Yeah. You know, so, like, I forgave the robot legs, because it was like George Lucas even said, like, yeah, that was a fuck-up. <laughs> like, I won't admit to much, but kill them all is a bad idea. Yeah. You know, and this is how I'm going to make it up to you. Because yeah. people forget, like, Clone Wars was written by George. Yeah. Like, Dave Filoni produced that, but that was, like, those were st- story ideas that Lucas had. Yeah. So, you know, he was intent, like, very, very intensely involved with Clone Wars. Yeah. And so, like, the resurrection of Maul was his idea, not, like, Dave Filoni's. Yeah. And, uh... Which needed to happen. It needed to it happen, because he's ruined, such a... They ruined the character. Yeah, I mean, it was such a good villain. It would have been an amazing villain for that trilogy. Yeah, why? I don't know. But, like, it was, like, that was, like, George's way of making, for that, making up for that mistake. So I forget. Yeah, I, it's the thing with that duel of the fate. It's it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I even get Qui Gon Jinn dying. Yeah, I understand it. Yeah, like I understand the pathways that needs to yeah. happen. But then you kill them all off, and then you you just lost two great characters. Yeah, and now now your reliance is all on. Um, what's his name? Darth Vader. Yeah, uh, Anakin. Yeah. yeah. Well, the kid that's playing, not yeah. the little kid, but. Yeah, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen and Obi Wan. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, Obi Wan saved that whole fucking thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The whole thing. Yeah. Because the acting was even bad from Portman. And yeah. that script, right? Right. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, um, anyway. That'd be cool to see Darth Maul and Obi Wan fight. Yeah, they only fight the one time that I'm aware of, though. Season two. <laughs> well. How I, old was Luke at the time when that was happening? Well, you never see Luke in the show, but by that point, like I said, he'd be like 16 or 17. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Flash forward a couple of years. He yeah. just did 10, so. Right. Fuck. All right, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I know from a continuity standpoint, and this is like, Filoni won't, won't break this. Uh-huh. It, you know. Maul only finds Obi Wan the one time. Yeah, he, he spends all that time trying to find Obi Wan oh, after I the see, Clone War. He only finds him the one time. That's fine. Yeah, I'll take one. I'll take one show with Maul coming at him. But you already did it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like oh. He doesn't even look like he's aged. 
Ewan McGregor? Yeah. No, he doesn't. I mean, there's there's a one point where he's got the fucking, uh, you know, hillbilly rat tail from 1985. Yeah. You know? In the first one? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, now he's, this is how it's going to be. And he's just never got out of that. Well, yeah, because the second one, he's got the, the, the Jedi mullet. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. That, that amazing Jedi mullet. <laughs> you know? And the third one, he looks like, you know, he's got like the, he actually has the, uh, uh, give his haircut even. Yeah. Man, he's good Obi-Wan Kenobi, dude. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. Yeah, it's very good. So, but also, did you see the trailer for uh, Andor? No. Well, that's a tall production here. All right, so you just watched the the trailer for Andor. It was pretty good. It looks dark. Oh yeah. It looks. It looks very dark. Yeah, it does. I, it looks good to me, though. Yeah, I mean, it looks very good to me too. I'm, I'm intrigued to see this. I'm intrigued to see like that period of like what little the rebellion was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Like grassroots type of shit. Right, but like you know, you know, Andor's like I've been in this from the beginning. You know, it's like you know from Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, it's like so. I, I mean, I'm intrigued to see like. what the show is like you know because it just it, it, I got a feeling that this is going to be like yeah the rebellion wasn't always Lily White yeah yeah you know yeah, yeah. and I kind of like that oh yeah well it's war yeah you know certain things come together like yeah. like what's his name uh, Forrest Whitaker yeah that was he's pretty dark dude well I mean and what's funny is like that character if you go back to the Clone Wars cartoon, that's where that character originated from. Yeah. And at that time, he was leading a rebellion on his planet. And, like, it was like the 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 Republic wouldn't intervene for some reason because they weren't technically a part of the Republic, but they didn't, they, they were trying to be, like, pulled into the, um, the Confederacy, I guess, whatever they were, what the, the, what the other side was. I can't remember. I can't remember what Dooku's side was. It wasn't the Confederacy, but it was something. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think. But they were trying to get, like, they were trying to just be, like, taken. And, like, the Republic was like, well, we can't help them because they're technically not a part of us. But, you know, we'll send a couple of Jedi to train their people. Yeah. You know, and one of the, you know, one of the people they sent was Ahsoka, and she trained him. And his sister, uh-huh. you know, and at the end, like, so like, like that's how far back like that character goes. Yeah, and like, so like, like it's an interesting, and then he shows up in Rebels where he's like basically telling the rebellion like, you are not strong enough, you know, you are not willing to do the dirty work that I'm willing to do. Yeah, you know, and it's like so like, there's a whole lot of interesting, yeah, yeah, to that character, but also like to the rebellion itself, like like when Mon Mothma really gets involved in it. Like, does that change the mentality of the rebellion? Yeah. Where it goes from being like, yeah, we need to just kill people. Yeah. To, you know. We need to organize. We need, not just organize, but we need to stand for something. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
and I think I was like part of what Cassie and Andor's problem was was like I'm standing for something, but the way I've been trained to do it, you don't want me to do anymore. You know. Interesting. Yeah, like he like almost like he was a wet works guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's certainly most interesting. But also the one that no, and it put a smile on your face as you watched it. You had a little smile on your face. The trailer for Willow. Oh yeah, it's the music. It is. I mean, that music's phenomenal. Every time you hear that music, it just takes you back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And good for good for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, sure, the Leprechaun series has been good to him. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. just saying that. He's Will- getting, he's Willow, getting... Willow was a good role for him. Right. I agree. But he's also getting a moment to shine in the sun again. Correct. You know. And um, and I feel like Will is one of those projects. It's like it's not forgotten by like most of pop culture, but it doesn't get its due. No, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't know why that is. I because I, it it didn't do that well at the box office. I don't think many people have that great a memory of of that movie. Like, I, I honestly, I don't. Like, I mean, it's just it's one of those movies. Like, I mean, there are movies from that time period where you say, hey, you remember this movie? I mean, like, and the average person's like, oh, yeah, sure. You say, hey, you remember Lady Hawk? They're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Lady Hawk? <laughs> that a Bruce Willis in it or something? <laughs> you know, I mean, that, but and, and I think Willow falls into that category of like, it was. That was Nighthawks. Wasn't it? Bruce Willis? Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nighthawks was Bruce Willis, Billy D. Williams, and Rutger Hauer. Yes. Or not Bruce Willis, um, Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Sylvester Stallone, Billy D. Williams, and Rutger Hauer. And then Rutger Hauer later, later on got to do Lady Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but he was not in Hudson Hawk. <laughs> no. Anyway. But anyway, um,. So I, I think it's it, it's it's a it's a nice bit of like, for lack of a better term, fan service, to kind of give us a show. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, Will, I'm, Willow's on Disney Plus, and I'm and I'm I'm willing to bet that based off of this trailer, there are probably going to be droves of people now going to watch that movie sure. to understand what this show is. Yeah, you know, I have no idea what this is. But it looks interesting. Oh, there's a movie. Let me go watch the movie. You know, yeah. Which drives traffic. Which drives you know, all, you know, all that shit that you know those metrics that they go by. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Right. Oh, I'm I'm all in, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It looked very good. Yeah. It looked. I don't want. I hate saying this. It looked dark. Cause, I mean, Andor looked dark. Like that. That looked like a dark show. Like that's gonna go to some dark places in the Star Wars universe, which kind of makes me happy. Yeah. But like, it looks bleak. I guess is the oh, word sure. I want to use. Like, it doesn't look like things are going well, and that's why they're turning the willow. Like, the world needs your magic again. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever it is that he does, you know. Like his eternal optimism, like they, they had in that movie, like you know we're gonna get this baby to the fucking palace, you know. Well, yeah, and but in this show, it looks like he's a full blown wizard. Oh yeah, like yeah, he's 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 the old guy now. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
Billy Barty. Yeah, Billy Barty. You know, he's taking Billy Barty's place. What sausage finger do you, would you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Choose a link. <laughs> More like. Between that and legend. Yeah. When he's in legend and he's just like, like, like cooking and shit. Yeah. Just let him go. Let yeah. him do whatever he wants to do. He's, Billy Barty's a fucking legend. Yeah. So. Yeah, it looks good. I'm excited for that. Billy Barty taking a nap when the sun's going down. Is there anybody else, anything else from Disney that came out? Um, I, those were the two big trailers that I saw. Uh-huh. Um, apparently they, they showed some like sizzle reel footage of from like uh, the Mandalorian season three. Um, they announced I, the other the other big news was uh, you know the sequel to um, Fallen Jedi. For the video games, okay. you, you video gamers out there, there was a, a trailer for that. Yeah. Um, didn't show like show gameplay, just kind of like you know gave story information. Yeah. And then uh, the other, like they, they announced like you know they're gonna well they they announced they're doing a show called Star Wars Skeleton Crew, and that'll be starring Jude Law, hmm. which was interesting. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't give any information about what the show was about just that it's gonna have Jude Law in it. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And then um, they announced an animated series called Tales of the Jedi, uh-huh. um, which was supposed to like be pre, like in that that prequel era. So like they did announce that um, they are bringing back Liam Neeson to do a couple of episodes, oh, nice. do voice work for that. Uh, so it's stuff like that. Um, so there was, no, but there was no other like trailer information. There was no like. Big reveal. I I think like uh, like no ma- like there wasn't like major news of like and here's the next movie. Yeah, yeah. you know this is when you can expect it. Yeah, yeah. Um. I did think that I do think they announced that the the, the Kiki Watala, his Star Wars movie is now the one who's gonna is gonna come out first. Whenever he gets around to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean. He's a busy man. And what Star Wars movie is he doing? I don't know. I mean, they, they, they have talked about they want to do stuff in the sequel era. Um, there's like, you know, it's like all of it's like up in the air, like what they want to do. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, we want to do this, we want to do that, we want to do the next thing, but, you know, we don't know what we're really doing. Maybe they'll, Maybe they're just trying to let this last trilogy to bed for a little bit. I think so. Yeah. You know, I, I do, like, we talked about it last week, like, Kathleen Kennedy did an interview in Variety magazine, and, like, it's like, our, the big takeaway was, well, we can't recast the original, cat, the, the original Star Wars characters. Like, that's why Solo failed. We, we, had, we didn't have Harrison Ford in it. I don't think Solo failed. I don't think, well, I mean, Solo failed at the box office. Yeah, but not. But, I think viewers liked it. Yeah, oh, it's, it, I mean, there are people who have watched it even now, like years later, who were like, "Yeah, I decided to finally watch Solo, and boy, it was actually pretty good." Wish I'd seen it in the theater. It was a good movie. Yeah, like <clears throat> there's nothing bad about that movie. No, like once you get past the fact that it's not Harrison Ford, which took me about ten minutes. Yeah. That you're fine. I like the kid, man. Yeah. I thought he played. 
I thought I thought it was a great movie. It was. It was a great movie. Fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Michael B. Jordan is a. Uh, oh, no, not Michael. I wasn't Michael B. Jordan. No. No. Um. Oh, the guy from Community. Childish Gambino. But him as Lando Calrissian was fucking spot on. I know. I thought that was a great fucking movie. Yeah. It's extremely well done. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't have any problems with Solo whatsoever. Right. Like, like, I might watch it when we're done tonight. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's that, it's that but it's that good of a movie. It's, it's, so it's frustrating. Like, like, that's the lesson you learned. Yeah, I mean, it's not a lesson. I, I mean, that was a decent, a decent film. Yeah. I think the key, at the end of the day, like, I, I mean, the end of the day, the lesson you had to learn is you can't fuck up like you did with The Last Jedi. Yeah. As much as I like that movie, I have to, like, you know, it, it just doesn't fit and it fucks up everything. I love the movie. I think it's extraordinarily well done. I like Ryan Johnson's ideas about how the Force works. I liked his ideas about where Luke would be mentally. All Everything that, they, that, they, that, that took place in that movie, I love. But unfortunately, it doesn't fit what they were doing. Yeah. At all. And, and that's the problem, you know. That's what the lesson you should have learned was you have to have this shit planned out. Right. And if you don't have it planned out, you at least have to make it the pieces fit together. Because I even thought there was wasted talent on Finn. And I also thought it was wasted talent on, um, what's his name, Poe. Yeah. I mean, I think there could have been way more with those two characters than... I mean, I know there was a lot with Poe, but there wasn't enough of Poe. Yeah. He's, that's a good actor, dude. Oh, yeah. As, as we saw in Moon Knight. And yeah, but what I'm saying Ex Machina is, and any number of other films he's done. Phenomenal. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, like... I don't know. It just seems like they just dropped the ball in that period. Right. I mean, and I and I love that movie, but it just doesn't fit. And that's the lesson you have to learn. Instead, it's, yeah, we shouldn't have cast... Recast Harrison Ford. You can't... I think... That's what's frustrating. So they're pretty much saying they should have never done the movie. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you, Harrison Ford is not... Yeah. cannot play a 20-year-old, even though he thinks he can. Right. But... I mean, this isn't fucking Grease. Right. I know. <laughs> you know. And, the, and this... Well, I, you know, this new Indiana Jones, I, I truly hope that, that, that this is, like... Like, everybody knows how old he is. Yeah. And there's no way he's doing these stunts. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's spry for his age. I'm not saying that. I'm not right. saying that he's not. Right. But he's like damn near almost 80. He he looked like he was having a hard time in Crystal Skull. You know what I mean? Like, like It looked like he was having a hard time in that fucking Anne Heche movie. Yeah, well. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like... And it's a shame. I, I wish he was, like, timeless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. I wish he was indie. I wish he was Tom Cruise. Exactly. Like, like Tom Cruise is truly a vampire. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I mean, you look at Tom Cruise today, and you look at Tom Cruise and Top Gun, it's the same fucking, like, I don't know what the guy does. I don't know if he's just, you know, eating fetuses or, or what. But <laughs> the dude has not aged, and he's like, you know, 
trailer for Mission Impossible drops, and you can just see, like, oh, oh he, he did that stunt himself. He does, though. Yeah. He, I mean, does, he's he fucking, does a lot of the stunts himself. He's fucking batshit crazy, and he's in his late 50s. Yeah. You know. The, the only stunt that has ever really freaked me out about all the Mission Impossibles, seriously, is when he's on that fucking rock. I'm yeah. Like, oh my fucking god, dude! Are you really doing this? Yeah. Like I get like the. <sighs> yeah. When he's on that rock, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Because I don't think there's any wires or anything. That's like, like yeah. rough. I'm like, that's scary to me. Yeah, he's in the crucifix position, just holding them. You're like, oh my god. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. But um. Yeah, if he was Tom Cruise, but you know, Ford's not Tom Cruise. No, he's aging. No, he is. He's aging, you know. and he's starting to show. Yeah. Know? So we'll see what this new indie's like. I mean, am I gonna? Of course, I'm gonna go see it. It's in the indie channel. Oh yeah. Um. And I don't know anything about it. So. Neither do I. I hope Karen Allen's in it. Yeah, I don't know. Because she's the only thing that saved Crystal. <laughs> yeah no I, I know I know you're, you're right I mean she was like a breath of fresh air yeah yeah I mean he was good yeah. but I mean it's just she was better yeah I, I feel but uh, so yeah we'll see about that anyway so yeah I watched the show and finished it okay I well, binged it I binged the shit out of the show what was that well I finished the outer range or whatever yeah um, the show is called Night Sky. Okay. Um, have you heard about this at all? No. So it has uh, um, J.K. Simmons in it. Okay. Okay. Sissy Spacek. Okay. And uh, Chai Hansen. I'm not sure who he is. He looks recognizable, but I just don't know. No. Know him from anything. Yeah. But um. I'm sure if you looked up his IMDb, you probably right. like, oh, yeah, yes, I remember him now. The 100. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which was a good show. He's, only, never... he's only been in 12 films. Okay, yeah, I, I never watched the 100, but I mean, uh, I know people who liked it liked it. New Legends of Monkey, Shadow Hunters, nothing really big. 100. Yeah. yeah. So, Tales of the Gold Monkey. Yeah. Um, excellent show. Yeah. It's a slower sci-fi um, show. Yeah. Um, What's it on? Let me find out. I can't remember. It's funny. I just remember um, what they're on. Yeah. I don't. Um, TV series. Prime. Oh, it says the Amazon Prime show. Yeah. Um, J.K. Simmons is phenomenal. Yeah, well, I expect that on the list. No, I know, but I mean, like, pairing him up with Sissy Spacek is yeah. even better. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and she's old. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even in the show. I don't know how she old she is in real life, but she's probably around 70 in this show. Yeah. Um, I think she's in her mid-70s in real life. Yeah. But uh, the premise is... Um, The premise is there's this old couple. They live in a home. And, like, the show is a slow builder, but things start to unravel. Right. Okay? And, you know, throughout the show. Mm -hmm. But 
It shows them sitting in, I think, I'm pretty sure the first scene is them sitting in the house. It's like, you know, do you want to go look at the stars? Okay, I, ha- I think I have seen a commercial for this at least, yeah. Right, and they and they go out to the, they start walking outside, and you're like, oh, an old couple go and look at the stars, you know? Yeah. Something's going to happen. They're going to get abducted. I didn't yeah. know what I was walking into. Right, you know what I mean? yeah. And they go in this shed, and they go down to the bottom of this shed downstairs, and they go down this concrete hallway. And yeah. Lock this concrete door behind them, and all of a sudden they're transported to another planet. Yeah, like inside of this, it's almost like an observation. Yeah, and like they get transported to this. Yeah, and they're looking at like you know the three moons and another yeah. world and sand and yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's cool, you know. Yeah, and it's just a slow. It, it's. You know, it's not fast-paced. It's right. slow burn, but <clears throat> it's really good. Yeah. And then this guy, the, the guy that I showed you, all of a sudden shows up with blood on him in their cellar. Yeah. And they take him in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, she takes him in. Right. J.K. Simmons is like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm calling the cops. Yeah. Like, I like his role. He's, right. He's, he plays the protector. Right. And a little bit hobbled. Walks with a cane. Yeah. And, uh... <clears throat> so, I'm not gonna... That's all I'm gonna say about. Because um, I think it's worth watching. Right. And I think that, like... I don't know how you look at it. I, number one, it's really good acting. Yeah. And number two is, I don't know how, like, you can see... You could say, like, the slow rise of the film... Right. Or actually the slow degradation of these people. Right. Do you know what I mean? It kind of, It's kind of hand in hand. Yeah. Like things start, you start learning new things about. Right. Not only the science fiction aspect, but things about their life that you're like, whoa, I just, holy shit. Right. You know? And so it just kind of takes that turn. It's a really good film. I, I mean, a series. Yeah. So I burnt, I burned through that. And it left off good too, like yeah. really good. Um, so I, you know, looking forward. To, hopefully, they'll renew for another season. It's it's, yeah. it's pretty good. So I, I did watch that, and I watched Ghostbusters again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I watched Reacher. How'd you like it? I liked it a lot. Yeah, isn't it good? It's phenomenal. Fucking great, dude. Yeah, fantastic. Doesn't he remind you of the guy from the book? Well, I never read the books. Oh, it's autistic. I, 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 I mean, any harm by saying this. Not autistic, or not even high functioning. I, I'm not sure. It's almost high functioning autism. I, I don't. I, I took it more as like almost like a an an an. Was that Asperger's? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, was it good? Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I blew through that in a couple of days. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that was really good. I was very impressed by it. I knew you would be. I, I thought, yeah. Wow, this is really good. And it was nice because I've been thinking about, like, like man, when am I going to get the next, you know, like, Jack Ryan ser- series? Like, yeah. when, when's the next season of that coming? And I, I got this, and I was like, oh, wow, this, you know, Kind of satisfies my appetite till I get that next Jack Ryan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I want to see more of this as well. I know, right? You know, yeah. Because Ryan was a good series too, but yeah, this was a good show. 
it was really he good. He did so good at that part. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. And it's so different. Like he was in Titans. Yeah. And he played Hawk. And mm-hmm. Hawk was like a an emotional character. Right. Yes. And, you know, wore his emotions on his sleeve, joked around, sarcastic, like all and this he was the complete opposite in Reacher. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is that's impressive. Yeah. You know. Like he he was big in Titans. Yeah. He's a monster in this. Yeah. An absolute monster. Yeah. But damn, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I what a great show. I I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. I agree. I, it was such a good show. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I I swear to God I watched something else. I watched the latest uh well I didn't watch the new I, I don't know if it's new one came out on Wednesday, right? Third what third was there Thursday for what Strange I, New World? I didn't see it. I didn't see it yet. <laughs> but I saw last week's. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That whole singing thing and I was just yeah. Do you well, know then, what I mean? Like well, it was like really good. Like I'm loving this fucking show because right. it's like it's like the original show, but like way better. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Way, way, way better. But this this episode this week uh-huh. is a complete opposite of what they did last week. Okay. Like, it's a complete 360. Okay. And, like, they introduce the Gorn. <laughs> the what? The Gorn. Okay. As, like, the new boogeyman. Okay. And what's nice is... Don't tell me. I'm not telling you anything about it, but, like, it's, like, the way they did it... Like, like, the only time you've ever seen the Gorn is in that episode of the original series where Kirk fights him on that planet. Yeah. You know, that was it. That's the only time you ever saw the Gorn. The Slee Stack looking Yeah, the Slee Stack looking thing. So it's like, the second they announced, they they even said the name Gorn, I was like, well, I wonder how they're going to do them. I wonder if they're going to, you know, how much... (laughs) Practical and how much CGI they're going to do with the Gorn. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I'm just going to leave it at that. But I mean, like, they introduce him as, like, the boogeyman, essentially. Like, <coughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, this is a really good episode. Okay. I mean, all four episodes have been fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I have loved all four episodes. There are very few holes I punch in this show. Yeah. But, like, I've just been. Thoroughly enjoyed, and this last episode, like, gives you know, all the little things. It's it's a, it's it, it's basically their submarine episode. Okay. It, it it's their like you know, submarines at war. Yeah. It, it's it's their DOS boot. Dude. During the not this one but the last one, I thought she was gonna fucking rip her top off. Oh. I was like, <laughs> I even texted you. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. I thought she was going to rip her top off. I thought, like, like, I, I, for some reason in my mind, like, the whole room went dark and the red <laughs> siren went off. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> pour some sugar on me. Yeah. That was just like, it was just, it was kind of like, yeah. It was crazy because she started ripping at her shirt. And I'm like, oh my God, is this going to happen? Yeah. Am I going to see boobies on Star Trek? I mean, like, just, 
the undershirt? I mean, like, yeah. what's happening right now? Yeah. I can't believe what's going on. Like, for three seconds in my yeah. mind, it's just, <laughs> that's where I went. And then it was like, nah. I'm like, all right, good. I mean, I was good. Yeah. Like, you know. But I thought it was going to happen. I, and that had to be a tease to fans. Well, it had to be a the tease. Funny, the funny thing is, they've delved down that road before. Yeah. Like, in Start, in, in Enterprise. Yeah. When they did that show, um... I mean, they, they had, like, you know, bra and panty moments. Like, a rot, like, hey, I need you to, like, because, because, like, don't forget, like, so Enterprise takes place before, like, this is, like, the NX series of, of ships. So this is, like, the high, the fastest they could go was Warp 5. And, right. like, pu- pushing it at Warp 5 was, like, we can do it for, like, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so this is, like, the Federation hadn't even been formed yet. Yeah. When this show takes place. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're decontaminating after away missions. They've got to, like, sit in, like, this decontamination cell. Uh-huh. And, like, they're, like, applying lotions to each other's back and stuff and, like, this, like, blue lighting. So, like, Star Trek has gone down that road of, like, you know, exploiting sexuality a tad yeah. bit. Especially after, like, Voyager with uh, Seven of Nine in her cat suit. Like, they're like, well, what can we do next? Yeah, well, yeah. This, Let's get this really hot chick. We're going to make her a Vulcan, but we're also going to have her in her bra and panties as she gets decontaminated. Right, right. I'm like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it and I don't appreciate it. Right, right. You know, the pig in me is like, bravo. You know, yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the civilized human being is like, oh, man, come on. We're better than this. Yeah, I know. And, know. and I'm glad they didn't do it yeah. with her. Right. I mean, if you want to see her bear at all, just watch the X-Men movie. Yeah. But I mean, like, and I'm glad they didn't. Right. But at the same point, I was like, Yeah, there's a party. There's a party that's like, you know, I want to see Rebecca remain topless. I'll right. admit it. Well, I mean, there's, you know, you know, there's for three seconds, I became that kid with the uh, Heather Thomas poster on my wall. Right. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's like, Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like, I mean, Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's kind of how it was. I'm waiting for a Phoebe Cates moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. And I thought it was happening. Yeah. They did because it was like there was even a build up in the music. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, gripping on you know, <laughs> it's gonna happen. You know, like I'm like I'm you know like I'm trying to read between the fuzzy lines of old cable yeah. back in like '81. Yeah, channel three on your uh... yeah, correct. Yeah. So I mean like, but uh, it's anyway, all nipple. It's all nipple. I know. But I, I'm I'm glad they didn't. But I mean, I thought the episode as a whole was really good. Like science fiction, like from a sci-fi standpoint, I liked it. I liked yeah. what they were doing. I liked how they were split missions. Yeah, I thought that was cool as fuck. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like not split missions, but split stories. Yeah, what was going on in the ship and what was going down on the ground. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought that the ghosts were cool. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, man, this is some good shit. It is. They've done a very good job with it so far. Yeah, so that, I finished Picard. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was on a Star Trek kick, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, I fucking might as well just... And it says up next, I'm like, fuck. You're you're homesick. Yeah. You're on a Star Trek kick. Yeah, I was like, fuck it. I mean, you gotta finish it out. Yeah. I did enjoy the Q moment and Picard moment. I thought that was touching. Yeah. Um... Sad, yeah. Um, the thing that I found the most sad 
about watching this season of Picard. Um, and I know this is going to sound weird, but uh, he's become very breathy. Yeah. 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 And that makes me sad. I, I also I noticed that a little bit in uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that makes me like really upset. It does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the man's eighty. I I knew that. You know. That, I I'm, I feel like we're pushing him to his limits. I, we are. You know. And, and like. And I get that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's when you. It's the beginning. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I am one. I don't think I'll ever watch Picard again. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, I get what they were doing with the series. I don't agree with him staying on Earth. I don't even understand that. That guy should have his own series. I agree. Like that, that one, doesn't that make me fucking out. sense at all. Yeah. Um. He's the most interesting character on that show to me. Yeah. You know, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Um, that aspect. I can care what... I mean, don't get me wrong, I enjoy her in it. But uh, the whole Seven of Nine and stuff like that, you know, I get that. But that's sub-character compared to him. You know what I mean? I like right. that captain. I, yeah. I think that he is just... Man, he's... That strong personality. Yeah. Shady past, dark side, and what drives me drunk, right? You know, and, I mean? and what drives me nuts not too now is like apparently that there's talk that they're going to do a show around the Stargazer. Well, you had the captain. I know. You know, I mean, you had the guy we wanted to see as captain. Well, that's who we want as captain. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, that just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like taking what's his name off of the uh, uh, Serenity. Mal. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, eh, yeah, it's. But it's not. Yeah. You know. So. Anyway. All right. Well, something you may end up watching. Okay. It was announced this week. This is like the one bit of news I thought I was like, oh my goodness. This was amazing. J.J. Abrams will be producing for Amazon a Speed Racer TV show. Oh my god, for real? For real. <clears throat> I am all aboard. Wow. What a weird direction for Abrams. I thought so too. But I'd rather see another Star Trek. But <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was just like, okay, um, wow. Like, what am like, I've said this before. I, I think the Wachowski siblings version of Speed Racer is very good. Right. The reason I say that is having watched Speed Racer. As a kid. Not just as a kid, but again. Oh, okay. Like, recently. Yeah. Watching that movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just like the cartoon. It is. It is. I mean, the cartoon sometimes doesn't make much sense. The cartoon is a little, you know, but it played out like the cartoon would. So from that aspect, I can appreciate that they tried to stay as true as possible to that cartoon. Yeah. You know. Oh, I... You know what I mean? Like, I mean... Well, when I first watched it, I thought it was shit. 
And then after rewatching it, I was like, eh, it fits completely. It does. It does. I it mean, does. it's and, and visually, it's amazing. Yeah. But I mean, like and, like, and the only thing that bumps me out is like the Mach Five isn't enough. Yeah. Like I, you know, because like that was the thing. Like as a kid growing up, there were two cars. There, there was the original Batmobile, the '66 Batmobile, yeah. and there was the Mach Five. Well, there's like, some Racer X. There was Racer X, but I mean, like I love the Mach Five and the General Lee. Yeah, I mean, you got the General Lee, you got and, Kit. And the Bandit. And the But, like, the, those were, like, the two supercars. Right, right. You know what right. I mean? Like, you could give me Kit, and I'm like, you know, I'll take the Batmobile, or I'm going to take the Mach 5 over Kit any day of the week. You know, I don't give a fuck if he's talking to me. Mach 5 is the Mach 5, you know. No, but that movie... I think if people took, like, I don't think people had a background in Speed Racer. Number one, that went to go see this movie. Right. Number two is, if they would have had a background, I think they would have appreciated the moments in Speed Racer that was exactly like the cartoon. Yeah. I mean... I mean, there's that moment in that hotel room where they're fighting, and, like, Pops comes in, and he shows that real wrestling championship ring. I mean, that's straight out of the cartoon. Yes. he's, like, spinning guys over his head. Yes, but that's that is... That's straight that out of the cartoon. That is right out of the cartoon. Yeah. It was stuff like that. But, I mean, like, the story, the, the way the story plays out and everything, it was car- just straight out of the cartoon as well. I mean, yeah. that, that was just... It played out like the cartoon would have. Right. You know? So, it, it's... I mean, and it, even at the end, like, say what you will about the... Like, that last race, that is just amazing. Yeah. You know? And, like, when he... Like, the car spins at the... You know? And, like, he's just like... And the wheels are melting because he was driving so fucking fast. Like that's like amazing. I and like the visuals of it and like the way everything played out, it was like so fucking good. Yeah, it was up there with the Matrix as far as visuals. Yeah. I mean visually, it was amazing. Yeah, you, it felt like you were right there. Yeah. Um. So I will give him props on that. I won't give him props on Matrix Three. But I will give them props on the fucking the speed racer. Yeah, and I made the mistake of seeing it in IMAX 3D. Oh my god, you're probably sick. <laughs> Luckily, I was able to like keep it together. But like, I did have to sit there for a minute and like let the uh... just gather. <laughs> yeah, because I was like <sighs> visually stimulated beyond capacity for that. One. At least you saw it in IMAX. I, <laughs> yeah. would, I didn't even think about that. I probably should have too on those race scenes. But at the time, the, the problem is at the time the only IMAX theater. Was out there in uh, um, oh fuck, name Pittsburgh Mills. Oh really? Yeah, I had to drive all the way to Pittsburgh Mills to see it. Oh wow! In IMAX, and I was like, I don't know what, like I was like, I have to see this on the biggest screen possible. Yeah, you were smart. And I, I, I did not. Yeah, I saw it in IMAX 3D, and I was just like, it was like me, like a woman with her two kids, and like I think one of the kids did puke. Yeah. At the end, and I was just like, hold it together, Sean together you know but i mean like we watched speed racer growing up together oh yeah i mean like you and i watched it all the time yeah so it was like i don't know like the only thing i ask like if, if you're gonna if if jj abrams is gonna do this if, it, if this is gonna be a thing the only thing i ask is that you don't redesign the mach 5 right don't try to update it and make it look more modern it has to be the mach 5 I mean, the Mach 5 looked futuristic to begin with. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah. when this cartoon was made in the what sixties. Yeah. Like I don't want to see the Mach Five done up in a different way. It has to look like the Mach Five. And I just want to hear, here he comes. I don't oh, care yeah. if it's on a radio. Yeah. Like playing in the background, or a commercial for the next race or something. I I gotta hear I gotta hear the thing. That's gotta be the that's just gotta be the theme. Period. Like it has to be. Like you have to like re, even if you redo it. He's you know. a demon on wheels. Yeah. It's just such a good fucking. It's so clickish. I mean, like yeah. <clears throat> not clickish. It's so catchy. It's yeah. it's a. They did some amazing things with theme songs back in the day. Yeah. They did. I mean, they had these writers, and that's all they did. Yeah. They brainstormed theme songs like the Flintstones and yeah. all that shit. But that is one of the catchiest, catchiest theme songs ever created. It ranks up there with the Spider-Man one. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to, like, I, I could, you know, you just, like, Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man does whatever. Sp-. You, know, you know, people can just pick it up when you, when you start. Even Batman. Yeah. Batman! Exactly. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah. those iconic, but Speed Racers right in there like yeah right at the top because you say that i mean if i hear that i know what it is instantly yeah. the problem is 85 percent of the people out there that went to go see that movie didn't Did not, uh, no yeah have any idea what's this yeah. monkey doing yeah sprite on chim chim it's fucking chim chim dude let yeah. him go they're always in the trunk yeah they're always fucking in trouble <laughs> yeah getting into candy christina reese yeah She's a Trixie. For shit. But uh, I think that's pretty interesting, though. We'll see what he does with it. I'm intrigued. That's my only ask. Do not redesign the Mach 5. Do whatever the fuck else you want with the show. Change however you feel you need to change it. But leave the car alone. You know he's going to bring Racer X into it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's part of the show. I know. Has to be. I know. That has to be. I mean, Rex Racer is so important. <laughs> you know. It is. <laughs> Inspector Detector. Like, there's a whole slew of characters. Like, what would be amazing if he just went back and he, like, did redid each episode shot for shot, but in live action? Mm. <laughs> it's like a billion dollars. Yeah. The one where he drove acro- across the, uh, he was supposed to drive across Niagara Falls and the car fell. Yeah, yeah. And they were stuck under Niagara Falls with like an hour's worth of oxygen. I always remember the one where they were driving next to the cliff. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they had to use the fucking super boost on the fucking... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Racer X was like there too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like helping them yeah. along the way. Yeah. The one the one with the, the giant truck... In the race, like it was like, yeah. like, a, like a freight train. It was yes, a truck, yes. but it was made of gold. Yes. Yeah. Oh, crazy shit. Japanese anime, man. Yeah. Gotta love it. <laughs> and next, next week, Speed fights a fucking superhuman toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you flush it, it haunts you for 50 years. That's what my bathroom did tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I love Speed Racer. I do. I, I just... Yeah. I'll watch old episodes now. I mean, I, I just... I love Speed Racer. I don't know what it is about that. I don't know if it was just from... Because it was our childhood or... Yeah, like... I got introduced to a lot of stuff. Because, I mean, like, my only... I mean, when I came up here, my... Only knowledge of... Well, I mean, I did watch cartoons. Mostly Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Um... Um, Scooby Doo, the Flintstones. Yeah, you know, I mean, shit. My brother watched, you know. Yeah. But when I came up here, man, it was just like fucking. I don't know. It was like assault to the brain. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Like oh, I yeah. was introduced to Godzilla and Ultraman and fucking even Rocky and Bullwinkle and fucking yeah. uh, Speed Racer and all this shit. And it was just like. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? It was just it's it was Star Blazers, it, but it, yeah, but it was like a whole shock to the system. Oh sort yeah, of. yeah. You know, it's just not what I was used to. No. So I, no, I get that because it's like it's that thing of like like when you came up here and I'm like, you know, well, you watch this, you watch this, you watch this, you're like, I like Scooby Doo. I do like Scooby. And <laughs> you do like Scooby Doo. You're like, yeah. Yeah, I like Scooby Doo. Like, yeah, I like Scooby Doo too. But there's a whole lot more out there than Scooby Doo, buddy. Did I have an accent when I came up? Oh here? God, yes. You had this horrific Southern accent that used to drive me nuts. Really? As a kid, I'm like, why does he talk funny? Because you'd be like, Hi, my name's Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, you, you had this, 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 you had this Southern accent, and then like in your teenage years, you didn't do it as much, but like. As a kid, when you'd go down to visit your dad and you came back, it, it would come back. And you'd be like, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> like, my kids get on my shit, too, because one phone call from my sister or my stepmother. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Instant. Wow. Yeah. With my stepmother, it's more of a southern, more of a North Carolina southern. Yeah. But if I'm talking to Kath uh, down in um, Biloxi, yeah, it's full on, yeah, Mississippi Biloxi accent. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't understand it either. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even realize that I'm doing it. Right. I think it's just, it's like part of your, like, brain. Like it's in there. Yeah, it's how I was built. Yeah, like that's how your vocabulary was built was with a Southern accent. Yeah. You adapted to a North to a Pittsburgh accent, not even the North Pittsburgh. Yeah. But then, like. Like, even when your grandmother would come up. Yeah. Like, you know, all of a sudden you'd be, like, talking Southern because you were around her. <laughs> right. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> it's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she had, like, had that heavy Southern accent, too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, she did. Don't you all know how to hold a cute ball? <laughs> you remember that? Oh. She tried to teach me how to play pool. And became... But that, and folks, this is my 77-year-old yeah. grandmother. And he became so frustrated because I couldn't figure out how to hold the cue properly. I, I still haven't. Like, I cannot play pool to save my life. You know, I'm horrible at pool. That's when I had that mini pool table. Yeah, you had that mini pool table. She's trying to teach me how to play pool. And I'm like, ah, I don't fucking know. Meanwhile, she's swigging down a couple bourbons. Yeah, yeah. 
four in the afternoon. She's having an afternoon toddy and, you know, trying to show me how to hustle pull. That woman can drink. Oh, I have no doubt. And she was a Southern Belle. Yeah. No, really. Oh, yeah, she was. I, 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 yeah, not doubting that for a second, but I'm just saying, like, but that afternoon toddy was coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's she drank quite a bit, as memory serves. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, when I knew her, I didn't know her back in the... Of course, I didn't know her back in the day. But right. When I knew her, she had a drink in the morning. Yeah. And a smoke. Yeah. And she had a drink in the afternoon and a smoke. Yeah. And then she had a drink in the evening and a smoke. Yeah. When I knew her, she never drank in between. Right. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she had like a double shot, double shot, and double shot. Yeah. It was like, you know, as she ate... Correct. Yeah. I'm going to have I'm gonna have a drink with my, my breakfast, I'm drinking my lunch, and drinking my dinner. Yes. But, like, from what I understand, that woman can... Yeah. Drink some people under the table. Yeah. She was having... Back in the day, she was having, you know, second breakfast. <laughs> you know. No, but, but she was just having I, a drink for second breakfast. Well, when she was 75 years old, she was drinking Uncle John under the table. Yeah. And he's a 400-pound man at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not slurring a word. Yeah. So, I mean, that woman can... I don't know what... I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't... I just remember the drinks. Yeah. Because I used to pour her drinks for her. Yeah. And... And get her smoke ready. Yeah. Not me lighting it. But right. Getting it out of the pack and giving her her lighter. Yeah. Job as a six-year-old, <laughs> yeah. fucked up. But uh, <laughs> I mean, not nearly as fucked up as like my mom setting me up to like the little general with a note and like three bucks. Like you know, please, please give my son a pack of Marlboro, you know, Marlboro Red. Here, <laughs> you know, here's three dollars. Palmos, that's what they smoked. Yeah, but, well, my, my, my not Palmos. They didn't smoke Palmos. They smoked um, Moors. Moors, yeah, more red. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, give, give my son a pack of more red. You know, don't let him buy anything else with my change. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, I had to come, go there and come straight back home. You know. Can I get a fucking Swedish fish? Yeah. The fuck? That's so fucking hard, woman. I used to love that. And speaking of Swedish fish, I used to love going to that candy store and getting oh. this bag. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. And getting it filled up with fucking Swedish fish. Like, yeah. 60 cents would fill this bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would. Oh, yeah. And you just fucking maul them on the way home. Yeah. Sugar rush. And like. <laughs> I used to love that. It's one of my favorite things as a kid. Yeah. It's a long... It's days gone by, but I mean, like, now they make it, like, special. Like, iconic when you go into these candy stores. Like, in, like down by uh, Burgatory. Yeah. A candy store. Yeah. But, I mean, shit, man. Those corner stores forever had bags just like this. Yeah. And they, you know. Yeah, the one I was Paul's Deli. It was up on Dursum. Uh-huh. And then uh, you'd, you'd go up there. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I would actually, I went up there. I'd go up there like once a week. Like with like my grass cutting money or whatever money I had. Uh-huh. And, and I would buy like football cards. Okay. You know. But... You would also like, you know, 
Mm-hmm. So I'd buy a pack of football cards or a pack of Star Wars cards, whatever it was I was buying. Uh-huh. And then also I would like, you know, with whatever I had left, I'd like get like a, like a half of a bag of like candy. Because oh. like, I got that dollar, I had like 30 cents left. And I'm like, yeah, give me some, uh, give me some Swedish fish to go. Yeah, that was 30 Swedish fishes, though. Yeah. Fishes. Fish, though. I mean, that was like, I mean, they were a penny. Yeah. This is all penny candy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, was, it was like a petty candy. And you had like a whole case and everything, and you'd you know, you know, go behind a case and get you what you need. Like from my house, it was like where I lived in McKeesport, there was, I mean, three corner stores within walking distance yeah. that I can get to. And they, it's crazy. They, they, thinking back behind the counter, I mean, they had just had fucking jawbreakers and lemon heads and Boston baked beans and fucking. Yeah. You know, all those fucking candies. Red Hots, Fireballs. Yeah. Swedish Fish. Yeah. This is pre um, Gummy Bears. Was yeah. One. Yeah. This is pre uh, Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. For those out there. That came later. Oh, yeah. Way later. Like, even like the candy cigarettes. Oh, yeah. You know. I remember this. Over oh, the orange slices and cherry slices. Yeah. You remember those fuckers? Yeah. Oh. God, they were beautiful. They were. But yeah, I mean, that's like, but that's like a bygone era. Like the, the corner store is like gone. Gone. Yeah. It's all convenience stores now or Dollar Generals. Yeah, those corner stores are days gone by. Yeah. But I mean, it was so cool though because I mean, you can go up there with like two bucks and. Yeah. If you had two dollars, you were a king. You were a king. You were a fucking king. Yeah. You're bringing all kinds of candy out. Yeah. And a drink. Yeah. Like a huggy. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Got my candy, got my grape huggy. I am set. Yeah. Yeah. Play a little Dixieland. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 that's a pull back. That's, that's a, a pull. Yeah, if you know what Dixieland yeah, is, man. yeah, um, you are <laughs> fuck. Yeah, oh, it's tremendous. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those machines in years. I haven't either. You know, it's funny. I went to um years ago. Not in years. I mean, it was three or four years ago. I went to an estate sale. Yeah. And uh, they had a Dixieland machine there. Ooh. Yeah. Of course, I didn't buy the one. Right. Ridiculous, like $500. Right. But still, like, just seeing one in the wild like that had to have been, like, But they also had some uh, glass plates. Yeah. <coughs> of the backing yeah that I thought about buying and framing yeah I didn't I should have yeah they were like 20 bucks yeah well let's wrap this up okay um is there anything to add to the proceedings before we finish no man good well remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us hey you can send us an email an email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. 
And uh, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Just give them a Google search. You'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.